Hola, hola, it's your girl Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. And I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach and I'm a bold stand for confidence. And I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hey, beautiful. In this episode, I am sharing some raw and realness with you about our fifth lockdown in Melbourne, Australia. At the time of recording, I was in lockdown. We are out of lockdown at the moment again, but I just want to let you know that this is me being raw, real, honest with how I experienced it. I'm okay. I'm fucking great. So just know that. I know when people share things like this with titles like I'm struggling, people reach out and say, are you okay? Just want to make sure you're all right. And I just want to tell you, thank you, but I'm fucking great. I'm amazing. I just wanted to share some realness with you because I think it's important that us as leaders and those of us in the coaching and healing space are honest when we struggle. So I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hey, fam, bam, what's going down? What is going on? Would you believe that I am in lockdown 5.0? I want to say 5.1 because Melbourne, Australia, where I live, has had five lockdowns and they've been extended time and time again. It is really frustrating. Uh, It's really shit, to be honest. I lost my confidence on Friday when they got announced that we were going into lockdown. And then again, the day that they announced there was going to be a seven-day extension. Now, you might be like, what do you mean, Erica? Aren't you used to this by now? Like, coronavirus has been here for so long. Yep. I'm not used to it. It fucking sucks. And I am the optimistic, happy, inspiring, like 24-7. 24-7, I'm usually really optimistic. It's actually crazy how optimistic I usually am. Uh, my husband gets annoyed because I'm always happy and happy-go-lucky and positive and like, we're going to be fine. We're going to be good. And like, I just get really excited in the morning when I wake up. Like, I'm like, I'm just hype. I'm hype. I love my life. Everything's great. But let me tell you that that Friday and yesterday I got into a little bit of a, like a depression. Like I felt really down and really sad and really frustrated. And you know, it triggered some stuff for me. I did a little video for myself just to keep, I don't know if you ever do that, but like keep videos for yourself so you can remember moments that you've had. I do that. I do all kinds of crazy shit so that I remember what I'm going through. But I was doing this video and I was talking to myself being like, I realized that one of the biggest things that pisses me off and affects me about these lockdowns is my problem with authority. Now I am an American woman, Puerto Rican, Latina, American, grew up in Boston, 20 minutes out of Boston. Shout out to Framingham, Massachusetts, where I grew up. And I've always had an issue with police, always. They arrested my mother, they arrested me, they hit and beat my mother. They were really bad, they were dirty, they were racist. Not to me for my color of my skin, because I'm like light skin, like tan. 
but they were racist with my race, like being Latina, being Puerto Rican, being a spick, whatever they call you. So I did not have a good relationship with police uh, and authority. And then being in the military, I was in the army for 10 years. I was not good at boot camp. I didn't like authority. I, I just, I really struggle with authority. I really struggle with it. And I realized it's because in my childhood, I had a lot of trauma. My foster home, they, they hurt, they hit me. I was abused sexually by a foster kid's uh, son, biological son. So like, I just got all kinds of issues with authority. You know, my dad kidnapped me, all this crazy shit. And I realized when I was talking to myself in this video that that's why I'm fucked off by this lockdown. I'm fucked off, like pissed off. That's what Australian people say. I'm fucked off that I can't do anything about it. That I, you know, and, and, and it upsets me. Not that people aren't, you know, I understand COVID. People are scared. I get it. I understand the virus. I know people have died. My heart goes out to you, to anybody out there who's passed away of COVID. Not with COVID, but of COVID because they're different things. And I understand. My, my problem with this whole situation is that everything that they say is about health and safety, health and safety, health and safety. And here's what I know. It's not healthy to be locked in your house to be not, not with other humans. We are the one human, the mammals that need other humans. We need social connection. It is one of our human needs. And we are being taken away from our, our basic human needs of connection, of community, of freedom, of being able to go out without a mask on and just so much. And so I realized that I was actually really triggered by the fact that I'm being told what to do and I don't agree and I don't have any faith in the government and I don't have any faith in what they're doing because to be honest, nobody knows what the fuck they're doing and we don't know what's going on. And if we don't know what's going on and they don't know what's going on, I don't have confidence and faith in them to make decisions for what I should be doing. And I'm explaining this to you because it, it, it's going to match up with today's podcast episode. But I realized that my trauma was triggered with this lockdown and my trauma being me having issues with authority my whole fucking life and me being told what to do and me being treated badly by authority and all of that distrust and mistrust with authority and now here we are again I'm 38 years old and I'm in lockdown and I have to do this and I can't do that and we can't do this and there's all this authority and all these shots being called and I don't have confidence in them and it's been 18 months and last year we endured in, in Victoria similar to UK UK had a real big I know Sweden as well like not Sweden um Scotland, y'all, y'all had it tough. Like my heart goes out to y'all. We had a lockdown for like five months and we've been with restrictions and lockdowns on and off for 18 months. So my, my amazing people in the U S you know, y'all kind of locked down a little bit, not really. And then you opened up and now there's shit going on again. But overall, Australia has been tough, yo, like this country. I did not think this country was going to do it like that. I thought they were going to be a little bit more, uh, progressive is what I'll say and more uh problem solving with this but it's just like lockdown 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 like that's what they're doing and so I wanted to do this episode because what I've realized and I've been talking to my husband Hamish about this and we were going to do this episode together but time doesn't permit right now because we're in house with two kids and lockdown and I'm just literally going to Ikea to get a bed <laughs> my brother-in-law is living with us right now who came from Bangkok. So our tiny ass house has all these people, all the feels y'all. It's like, everybody's got their period right now at our house. So we get in the bed. So I'm going to Ikea. I feel so fucking over it right now. And I did a post about this on social media. I talked to my, you, I talked to you, my podcast listener. 
I don't want to say different than I speak to social media, but it feels like a different relationship because I'm a strong woman. I'm a Latina woman of color. I've been through a lot. I'm a coach. I'm a fucking optimist. I am usually the most hype person in the room. I'm, I'm good. Like I'm like, boom, like let's go excited for life. Optimistic as fuck. Right. And so for me to say that I'm struggling is difficult. So I'd be doing posts sometimes on Instagram and then I get all the comments, all the DMs. Are you okay? I hope you're okay, honey. Just do this. I'm sending love. And I'm not asking for anybody to say that to me. I'm just being a human. And I think it's important that people like me, strong people, coaches, healers, people that work in the space of personal development and, and healing and therapy and coaching and counseling that we be fucking honest when we are struggling because then our clients don't think that we're some kind of superheroes then our clients don't think that we don't get them and we don't understand what they go through and that we're just we're just lucky or we're just different or we're just powered differently that's not true I choose not to play victim. I choose not to be upset and angry about every single circumstance in my life. I choose to do the work and I choose to take responsibility. I get my period and want to punch people in the face, but I choose not to. And I get hungry, but I choose not to be grumpy because I'm hungry. So like I choose that. But for me to say that right now I'm fucked and I'm struggling and I'm angry and I'm, I, I, I'm in and out of joy and desperation and excitement and, and hopelessness. I'm in and out of it. And I was talking with one of my gorgeous clients, Holly. Shout out to Holly from the Melbourne Sisterhood. Shout out to Holly who's been in the Sisterhood for like three years. She's an OG. And she's one of my clients. She's also a coach. And she lives in regional Mel Victoria. So regional, the regional part of where I live. I'm in city. She's regional. And we were talking about, yo, if we're struggling, like if I'm struggling and I do the work, I journal every day, I be, I be on the work. I've unraveled all my shit and I'm still unraveling my trauma and I do this work legitimately all the time. I'm up leveling. And if I'm fucking struggling, I cannot imagine how the everyday woman or the everyday man or the everyday person who does not do the inner work, who has not unraveled their trauma, who does not know what their triggers are, I can't imagine I can't imagine how they are. I actually, it makes me so upset to think about it. And I try not to go there, but I'm feeling it now with how I'm feeling. And I I think about it's health and safety, it's health and safety. But I'm like, it is not healthy for a woman who is depressed and not dealing with her stuff and who doesn't have you know, a coach, a therapist, a counselor, a community of women, family to be drinking every fucking night while she's in lockdown. That is not healthy. It is not healthy. And the government has to care more about just not catching COVID. It can't just be don't catch COVID. That's the gold standard. No. What about I'm going to become an alcoholic? What about my kid is watching me drink every fucking night? What about I'm screaming and yelling at my kid because I'm scrolling on my phone and I'm numb the fuck out to this disaster that we call our life now? Because it's all up to the government to figure it out and we have no say. And if God forbid we don't agree, we get labeled as difficult or we're not working together. Or if God forbid we have questions about what's in the vaccination and how will it affect us, God forbid we're anti-vaxxers. That's not true, you guys. Let's be kinder to people. I'm pro-information. I just want to know what the fuck's in stuff. I just want to know why. I just want to know what's going on. 
I'm not just going to sit back and be like, okay, whatever you say, government, no questions over here. There's ne- since when? Since when has any country, any person ever trusted the government 100%? Ever. A lot of my clients are Greek and they're like, the Greek government is, is crooked. So isn't the American fucking government. And you think we're going to trust them? So isn't every government. The government is usually crooked in many ways. Not all of it. I'm not saying every part. But like for most of our lives, they've been crooked. And all of a sudden, we're supposed to trust you with lockdowns and how to deal with this. All of a sudden, we're supposed to put our faith in you. Like it's hard. It's hard when we lose lives. Suicide is crazy up. I read a statistic the other day in the paper that said teen suicide is up 148%. Attempted teen suicide is up 184% since this COVID lockdown in 2020. Like, we got to look at that. We got to look at that. And so I'm just struggling. And this podcast is to let you know I'm a human. I'm a mother. I'm a woman. I'm a person who struggles as well. I feel overwhelmed. I feel saddened. I feel sad for the people that don't have support and help. I feel bad for the women who don't have coaches who aren't in the sisterhood, who don't even know how to process their feelings, who have undealt with drama. I mean, trauma and drama shit. I feel, I feel sad. I'm like, how do we, how do I access her? How do I tell her about my free content? My problem is that more people don't know about my podcast. That's my problem. I wish I could have every single human being in the world know about this podcast so that if it helped them and if it was for them, that they felt seen in it. And that they felt a little bit of a way out or some hope. I hope. But this right now, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm in and out of it. I feel good. And then another day I feel like shit. One day I'm like, I just want to fucking drink gin and do nothing. And that's not like me. That's not like me to want to drink gin at 4 p.m. And my husband's like, you sure you want to do that? And I'm like, I don't know what I want to do. And I just started crying. And Hamish just hugged me. And he's like, why don't you go for a run? And I've, and I've picked up running now which has been amazing. Shout out to my girl, Kemi and Sam Gash, who are like amazing runners and they've been helping me. I've picked up running and I'm like, okay, running is helping me. Like when I run, I feel good and it's been raining and it's been amazing because I feel like, you know, Australia is crying (laughs) from the sky on my face. And then I feel like crying when I'm running and it's amazing. It's a beautiful release. If you're in lockdown or you're in any kind of like difficulty and you can get out into nature, get out, go walk, go run, go scream, go sit in nature, but the running is fucking helping me. And I didn't think I was a runner. Let me be honest. I'm a little bit out of shape. I was like, "Mm, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this, but I was running and it wasn't fast, (laughs) but I was running and it was great. So these are the things that I've been trying to do. I've been trying to communicate. So if you're struggling like me, try to communicate with someone. Can you speak to someone? Can you speak to someone? My love, this has been the time. And I'm not saying this to sell you my fucking program because I don't give a fuck about that. Okay, join, don't join, do you. I know you need it. I know everybody needs it. Do you. When you're ready, you're ready. But here's what I know. I know that when we have trouble and have problems and we need support and help, we need to reach out and ask for help. And I know not everybody does that. But I'm going to invite you right now that if you're struggling, call someone, phone a friend, get a coach. Maybe you need to get a therapist. Maybe you need to work on your shit. Maybe you need to address the situation that's at hand. Maybe you need to talk to your partner or ex-husband or ex-wife. Maybe you need to speak to your child, your best friend, your neighbor. Like, please, my love, please talk to somebody. We are not meant to deal with this life on our own. And that's another reason why I don't love lockdowns is because we are the species that needs other species. Our human need is connection, a.k.a. love. That's our human need. So our human need is not being met. 
And every single person who moved through 2020 and did this has been traumatized. And if you don't understand trauma, please look up Gabor Mate, G-A-B-O-R-M-A-T-E. He's a physician. He is a, a Canadian. He's just incredible. Such an incredible teacher who I think I've told you before I'm learning with and I love him. And he says that trauma is not so much the circumstance that happened. So my sexual abuse, he's like, that's horrible. But you know what the trauma is? What you made that mean. So trauma is what happens inside of us and what we make it mean. So you're in lockdown. You can't go anywhere. Everybody right now in Melbourne is like lockdown five. And even if they let us out of lockdown, which they may, it feels like when's the next lockdown? Is it going to last? Will we be free? We don't believe them. We don't trust them. We feel scared. So we're traumatized. We're like, are we really free? What do we make the lockdown mean? That we have uncertainty and that we'll never have certainty and that normal won't come back. That, that creates fear in people. So let me go back to the things that I'm doing. So number one, I'm running. I'm trying to run. Number two, I'm having a drink if I want to have a fucking drink. <laughs> I'm going to be straight up. I've had a couple gins on the lockdown. It's been 14 days of lockdown. And I haven't badgered myself about it. I don't have an alcohol issue though. So if you have an alcohol issue, I'm not telling you to drink. That is not what I'm saying. So please note, I'm not telling you to drink. I'm telling you what I'm doing. I had a gin and I didn't give myself a hard time about it. It was a night that I needed to take off the edge. And I knew consciously that I was numbing out. I was like, I'm going to numb out with this gin. And I did it and I drank it. And then I went to bed and that was fine. The next day, I didn't do it. The next day, I didn't do it. Makes sense. If it becomes a problem, hell to the no. We got to work that shit out. We have to look at that because we can't be numbing out from these problems just with alcohol. Uh, Number three, I'm talking. I'm talking a lot. I'm calling. I'm calling my friends. I'm talking to my husband. I am. I am going. Guys, I'm not okay today. My my house is having family meetings. You know, my brother's living with us, as I said. So we're having family meetings every day. We have a family meeting. How are How are you? Are you okay? Who did what? How you feeling? Because we don't want to hold any issues. If my brother-in-law feels like he's not getting his space or we feel like he's not helping or my husband feels like, you know, I'm being grumpy, whatever. So we've been talking. So if you're in lockdown or you're in a, in a place like this, can you speak to someone in your house? Can you communicate how you feel? That has helped me so fucking much. And I boundaried up on my time. For the first time ever, for the first time ever, I rescheduled my coaching calls with my clients and I'm not saying this as a, as a badge of honor because you know what? How sad that it was the first time I did that. I should have done that in 2020. I should have cared about myself and looked after my fucking self in 2020. Because I can't rescue and save my clients and then put myself last. That's actually not a good idea. And that's what I did in 2020. And if you've been listening to the show, you know that I burnt out. I got a fatty liver and I fucked my body. So what I've been doing is I've been talking to my team and we shut down our office. We shut down the queen of confidence for five days in that five day lockdown we had the first part of the lockdown. I just said, my Australian ladies are going to be out. We all put it like a, what's that called? That vacation um, email thing that says uh, auto responder. And it said that we are out of action and that all of the orders, because I'm selling these beautiful hoodies. They have a crown on them. It's a black hoodie and the back says FWOT. Like, fuck what others think. It's like the best thing ever. You should totally go get one. So these hoodies and these cups and my mugs that say like, fuck, fake it, just make it. My book, all the things that we sell were like orders will not go out till Wednesday. I gave Nikki, Kim, Tash, everyone the five days. I'm like, take it off. And I took it off. I rescheduled 
Thank you, Mr. Motorcycle. I rescheduled all of my calls. And I was so proud of myself. Like, self-care, man. That is the best thing I could do. I wasn't in any mindset to coach. I was so... I was struggling. And that was the best thing. And then our our, Austra- our, sorry, our New Zealand team, our team overseas, took over our emails. Thank you, Janie, for helping us. Gorgeous Janie and, and Louise and the whole team. They took over our emails and they made sure that people were attended to, but that we could have time off. Just a few things that I'm doing. I'm communicating. I'm not badgering myself if I want to eat something or, or drink something. I'm feeling my feels. I'm crying a lot. I'm sharing this with my audience because I want you to know I struggle. And it doesn't mean just because you struggle that you're all of a sudden depressed and anxious. I have moments of anxiety, moments of depression, moments of sadness, and then I'm good. And then I'm sad again. And then I'm high. I'm high and low. And that is normal. And I want you to know that that's normal, especially when you're going through something difficult. Especially. So just for the record, I struggle. I struggled. I met a new part of myself. I actually didn't know that I had this part of myself. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I got to meet her, but fuck, she was, I did not expect her. I, it's not who I know myself to be, but I need to be okay with that part of myself. I can't deny her, her sadness. I can't deny her, her depression. I can't deny her, her needs. I can't deny her how she feels. I need to feel my feels and let her express. And I check in with her. What do you need? What do you need? What are you asking me for? Why are you here? It's like she took over my body and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to fight with her. She has every right to be there. That part of me has every right to exist in the conditions that we're currently in. Now, I'm not going to become her forever, but I can't deny her. So my invitation to you, if you have a part of you that's like that, give it some airtime. Find out what it wants. Find out what it needs. Mine needed a hug. Mine needed a gin. Mine needed to cry. Mine needed to share the trauma. As I mentioned before, my trauma with authority, I didn't even realize that I had trauma with authority. A lot of trauma and non-trust when it comes to governments, police, people in power had a lot of non-trust. And guess what? I have every right to because of my upbringing. Does it mean that all police are bad? Fuck no. No, it does not. Does it mean that everybody in the government's bad? Fuck no. These systems are set in place to help people. There are some shit that goes on that's not cool though. And there's some fucked up people that work in these places that haven't dealt with their shit. I'd be so happy if the president of the United States, any of the presidents, did the work, had coaches, had life coaches. Can you imagine if all the presidents went through Tony Robbins and Brene Brown's fucking programs? Can you imagine? Be amazing. I would love it if Scott Morrison, who runs Australia, and Dan Andrews had life coaches and they dealt with their shit. Because I literally think they're running this country in pure fear. I genuinely think they're in in pure fear. And then what happens? Everybody's in pure fear. So it'd be great if these people worked on their shit. But the reality is most of these people don't. And this is why I do what I do. Because I want us to be able to deal with our past. To clear it. To move forward. To reimagine who we could be. And what kind of life we could have. To critically think. To work together. Like to work together, not just say we're in this together because that's a cute campaign. I mean, for real, to care for each other and to to really respect body autonomy. I respect you. You want to get a vaccine vaccine. I respect you if you don't. I respect you if you wear a mask or don't. I'm not disrespectful to you. Everybody should have their autonomy and their sovereignty. So do you. We don't need to be unkind to each other. And that that this 
division that gets created that us against them like we gotta stop that y'all and I hope that my podcast and my work and the sisterhood and everything I teach my clients and all of the managing of your mind I hope that it makes you think about that and I hope that you question your judgment of yourself and others and I hope that you share when you're struggling and I hope you feel seen in what I share because it fucking sucks to struggle but I know that we need to go through it And I know that this moment right here is making me, it's growing me, it's making me more resilient, it's expanding me, it's making me more fucking patient. It's not going to break me. And it's not going to break you. I love you. Thank you for being here, honey. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your ears, your time, your energy, and your attention. Please do me a favor and head over to Apple iTunes, subscribe so that you don't miss an episode, share this episode with a sister who you know needs to hear it, and if you feel called to, leave me a review. I'd love to know what you think about the podcast. I'd love to know how this information is helping you change your world. Thank you so much for being here. I know that there are many podcasts you could listen to, and I really appreciate you listening to mine. Have a gorgeous week, honey.